I am privileged to have a friend of mine here today, Glenda Maldonado. She is from Chicago, originally from Puerto Rico. Yes. Were you born and raised there? Born in Puerto Rico, raised in Miami. Okay. So let's go back to this moment. You are 24 weeks pregnant and a doctor says these words. Tell me who to save. I can't save you both. Deep breath. What's going on in your life when he says these words to you? I was rock bottom. I was alone. I was, I was, I wanted to end my life, Mm -hmm. but I found myself pregnant. Yeah. And my body was refusing that pregnancy. There were some addiction things going on too? Yes. I was an alcoholic and I was beginning to experiment with um, drugs. Mm. What did you say to the doctor? Did you have any words to say? I didn't. I I was in shock. I'm never speechless, but I was at that moment. I, even though I was on a path of self-destruction, I was like, my life is not right if mm-hmm. I die right now. So what's your next step then? You're, you're in Puerto Rico at the time. Alone. Alone. You find yourself a couple weeks later on a plane back to Chicago. Back to Chicago. I reached out to my mom and my stepdad, who are both pastors, and my mom refused that diagnosis. Mm. She says, you're not dying and neither is the baby. That started off some prayer, some pretty, <laughs> pretty heavy duty prayer warriors you had around you. Were you a praying person at that time? I was not. Did you believe in God? Did you know the Lord? Yes, I was born into a Christian home. My grandfather was a minister for 55 years. Was it, were you in rebellion? I was. After my grandmother died, I rebelled. So when your mom rejects this diagnosis and you get some people around her who start to pray, did you believe that it would make a difference? At first, no. At first, no, because even after I arrived in Chicago, um, my health kept deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And I was in and out of the hospital because my body kept rejecting the baby. But yet this little baby continues to survive. At the, He was at 28 weeks. He weighed less than... Less than a pound. Less than a pound. Less than a pound. And um, I said God sent an angel because this doctor also refused to give up on me. Mm. He said, no, we're saving both of you. Okay, so tell me about this prayer warrior who gives this baby, who at this point nobody's saying will survive, she gives this baby a name that ends up being prophetic. What did she say? She called my mom and she asked for me. And the Holy Spirit through her starts to speak to me. And she said, at that time, we did not know the gender. He refused to show himself in any ultrasound. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit through her said, and she was in Orlando. This was through a phone call. Wow. And she said, 
he will be your Samuel and you will be his Hannah. Mm. And when she said he, me and my mom looked at each other. Like nobody's told us exactly. this baby's a boy. Exactly. And we just start bawling. And she continues, the Holy Spirit continues through her and says, his name will be Josue, Joshua in Spanish. And as such a conqueror, I will use him. Hmm. And Joshua means what? What's the meaning of that name? Jehovah is salvation. Hmm. At that point, I felt salvation come back into my life. What do you mean by that? I was lost. Even back in Chicago, I, up to that point, I had not felt from 1999 to August 2004, I had not felt God's presence in my life up to that point. Yeah. Despite growing up in a Christian home, despite having parents who are pastors, it was not your faith yet. No, it wasn't. But at that moment, it became your faith. It did. Okay, so take us, let's fast forward a little bit. When do you deliver this baby? He's, he continues to survive. When he's born, we're all amazed how <laughs> between 28 weeks and in 10 weeks, because um, C-section happened at 38 weeks, because mm-hmm. the doctor says he ran out of room to grow. <laughs> This little baby who wasn't supposed to make it runs out of room. Runs out of room to grow. And that was another factor, you know, of strengthening my faith Mm -hmm. in God. Because what baby gains almost eight pounds? He weighed less than a pound. At 28 weeks. At 28 weeks. In 10 weeks. He gains eight pounds. (laughs) That's rapid growth. And to me, that's just the hand of God Mm -hmm. showing me he is in control. Yeah. So he's born at 38 weeks. He. He. Indeed a boy. Yep. And you give him this name. And I give him the name. And in honor of my stepdad who stepped up and took care of me, his name is Joshua David, Josue David. Oh, boy. So you... What do you do when you become a mom and all of a sudden your life has been changed? You've seen God perform this absolute miracle. You survive. You have this baby boy who was prophesied before he was even in your arms. Now you're holding Josue. What's going on in your heart? What what does your faith look like then? I remember sitting in the hospital bed just looking at him and not a burden, but this this charge came over me and I just kept looking at him and the words kept repeating in my head, you're his Hannah. I had to protect him. I had to literally give him back to God. And I took it to heart and that's what I did. What did you do? What did that look like? What did that giving him back to God look like? Usually people wait maybe a year for the, you know, dedication. Oh, no. Before the first month, I was dedicating my son back to God. Mm. I had this urgency to fulfill that word in the life of my son. I could not wait. Little Josue 
born at 38 weeks, dedicated to the Lord before he was a month old. You traveled a road as a single mom. I know a little bit of your story. Hasn't been, every day has not been easy with Josue. No. I mean, the odds were stacked against me. Even as he was developing, you know, I would have um, school administrators. Oh, he's going to be another statistic of a single mother. He's going to end up in the streets. And I kept canceling that word. And I'm like, no, my son has a promise over his life. And I took it upon myself. You know, I solely believe that there's power in the word. You could give life to a person with what you tell them. And I kept telling my son, you were born for greatness. You have the heart of David, the strength of Samson. You have the wisdom of Solomon. And I would have him repeat it until he believed it. And that went on for years. Yep, because Josue, Josue David, yes. is now 17 yes. years old. Almost in October. And he is, tell us about him now. That word given 17 years ago, he is serving at the free, at CT. He is one of their leaders. At Chicago Tabernacle, at Chicago. which is where you go to church. Yes, In October, it'll be 10 years that we've been part of the Chicago Tabernacle family. Mm -hmm. And he just, he gets mad at me when I can't take him to serve. (laughs) 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 And he, it's like a desperation to be in church to be involved Mm -hmm. in the things of the Lord, as trivial as they may be, as it could be even park night for the free. And he needs to be there. And he needs to be there. He wants to be the first one to arrive and the last to leave. Does he know about this this promise that was spoken over him? Yes, he does. And what what does he make of it? When... He fully came to understand what that word meant. He told me, Mom, now I understand the tugging in my heart to serve. So he knows. And he, as of, I want to say, a month ago, he told me, Mom, I'm going to be a pastor. Mm. Wow. So what do you say to someone who's where you were at four months pregnant, rock bottom, life out of control, sees no way out. What do you say to that person right now? I would tell them what my grandmother told me on her beth- her deathbed. And this was years before Josue came along. Cling on to God. There's nothing in this world that could take you out of the pit you're in, but God, Mm -hmm. because I lived it. 